Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. We provide content to help men become the men they want to be. My name is Brent, and I am the Fallible Man. On today's show, we're going to have a look at the way men show love and the way our ladies wish we would. Possibly how to meet in the middle. Grab your wife or your girlfriend and give this one a go together. Stay around in the end for some... Stay around to the end of the show for a special discount just for you guys on our Teespring shop. Thanks for listening. This is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Here is your host, the Fallible Man, Brent Dowling. Despite what the media tell, wants to tell you these days, there are big differences between men and women. Not just physically, physiologically, or biologically, no, it's much more complicated than that. And guys, if I look over at my notes a lot today on this episode, if you're watching on YouTube, I apologize, but <clears throat> this was a really long article and I felt like I wrote it well. I don't want to screw it up entirely when I record it. So we think that the difference we experience Motion. Edit that out. We think different. We experience emotion different. And we have different perspectives. To make things worse, we even communicate in very different ways. So there's a lot of confusion about all of the above. And when we try and work through it, eh, that's when things get kind of complicated. That's why the counseling industry does so well. If you want a healthy relationship, guys, it's amazing the exhaustive amount of books that have been written on this subject, right? Everybody knows the ever-famous men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Um, but counselors counselors are making a fortune on the fact that men and women are just different, guys. And I know that feminists want to tell you that men and women are equal in everything. I'm not disputing the fact that women and men are equal in a lot of things. But we are inherently different in a lot of ways. If we weren't, we wouldn't have all these arguments and fights and things wouldn't be this difficult when it comes to relationships. Think about it, right? Every time you hear someone spout off the fact that women and men are just alike, don't you just want to like smack the person? I mean, if we were alike in every way, shape, and form, A, we wouldn't like each other and life would be really boring. B, we wouldn't have any fun anymore. And see, I mean, come on. All you have to do is walk into a room with men and women equally in it, and you can tell the differences in no time flat. Okay? So, men show love in very specific ways. It's not always the way our spouses or our loved ones want us to show it. Today in the show, we're going to try and tackle five ways guys show their love. Five ways women wish we would, and how we meet somewhere in the middle, and that's complicated, okay? This list will probably be different than what you read in most of those self-help relationship books. Um, researching the article I wrote on this, it was amazing, just the fluff crap out there. Oh my goodness, the magazine industry. You could spend years just going through all the nonsense they published in women's magazines and stuff about, you know, 
how men and women are different and how men express themselves and how wrong most of those magazines are is incredible. People have missed some very just basic things. So we'll try and go through this pretty quickly. Um, it's a really long list, so here we go. All right. So, ladies, the number one way, or a number, the number one way we're going to talk about, because this is just for you, ladies, that men show that they love you. They go to work, regardless of how they feel about the job. They go to work. Men who love their spouses have an inherent need. Whether you're, I keep saying spouses because I'm married. Okay. Men who love women have an inherent need to take care of them. It's instinctual. It is programmed into our DNA. And you can say that's sexist if you're a modern feminist, or you can say that's old-fashioned, or whatever crap you want to spew. But the very heart of the truth is men instinctually want to care for and provide for people we love. It's who we are. It's in our DNA. Just deal with it. So. No matter how badly we hit our job, I can't count how many jobs I've gone to that I literally just felt like I was dying inside every time I went there. Like it was just sucking my soul out. Doesn't matter. Men who love their loved ones, their spouses, their girlfriends, whatever. I'm going to start just saying spouses. Men who love somebody take care of them. So, one of the biggest factors for stress for men is finances. Now, most couples, most people stress about finances. Women stress about finances. Men, But men is particularly like at the top of their list of stressors. Men worry about money constantly. We worry about providing constantly. We cannot ever make enough. And so we go to work, we go to work, and we go to work, and we go to work. In fact, men who lose their jobs are far more likely to struggle with depression and even thoughts of suicide. Because for us, losing our job is not just losing our identity, it's losing our means to do what we instinctually need to do. So, our self-value is frequently tied to our ability to provide for you. Now, you can say that's old-fashioned, or you can say, well, you know, I can take care of myself. Shut up. It's who we are. It's how we're going to be. Get over it. The minute you guys start accepting that we are different, and it's okay that we're different, and it's good that we're different, the happier your relationship is going to be. Now, guys, this is for you. She wants to have a real conversation with you. Women love to communicate. I mean, love, love, love to communicate. It's part of who they are. Nothing wrong with it. Women love to communicate, and they're great communicators, and they will tell you everything except exactly what they want you to know. Women think on an emotional level, guys. Women believe that if you really love them, that you should understand them well enough to know what they're talking about and what they're expressing without them actually having to come out and say it. As part of this thought of emotional connectivity, if you really know me, then you're going to understand. I don't have to tell you. You'll just pick it up. They're not purposely trying to make you, comp 
miserable or try to make you crazy. It's an emotional connection. That's why we struggle with it. It's an emotional thought process that says, if you were really in tune with me, you know what I'm trying to tell you because we are in such sync. She wants you to have real conversations at the worst possible time. Not because she's trying to annoy you. It's a, once again, it's an emotional thing. She doesn't just want to have an emotional connection with you and a big conversation with you. She wants to have it at the worst time possible. Because if you love her, then even if it's inconvenient, you're going to take the time to have the conversation with her. This is a common fallacy that women all like to, I can't say all, most women like to go with, and they do it without even thinking about it. My wife loves to start a conversation with me as I'm trying to go to bed. Men, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We get in bed, we go to bed. Right? If there's not sex on the table, it's sleep. That's why we get in bed. Women want to talk to us. I know a lot of guys, a lot of my coworkers who have told me the same thing. Their wives want to talk to them the minute they go to bed. That's when they want to have a conversation with us. And it's because women believe with an emotional sense that if you love them, you will stop what you're doing, no matter what else it is or how inconvenient it is, to communicate with them. That's love to them. That they will put that aside and talk to you when it's a bad time for them. That's love for them. That's not annoyance. So, we got to come together on this. Let's see if we can find some middle ground. Ladies, when he comes home exhausted and he doesn't want to engage... He doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't want to talk. We just spent 8 to 12 hours, depending on how long you work, telling you we love you in the very best way we know how. We feel, with some air quotes on that for all of you on the radio version of this, we feel, just so you ladies, we are speaking the same language, disrespected that you don't understand that we're tired and we have spent all day telling you we love you by doing this service thing for you. And you want us to engage verbally. You know of all people, when we're tired and spent, wink, wink, nod, nod, we don't like to engage verbally. Our, our ability to talk just disappears. But when we can't actually engage with you, we want to be together enough to do it. Okay? So this is what I want you guys to try. Because guys, you've got to engage. We, we need to communicate better. Try this. Make a rule. I saw this. I laughed so hard when I saw this on the show Last Man Standing. And his housekeeper sets a rule that nobody gets to talk to the father when he gets home from work for at least 30 minutes. Nobody. And I thought, wow, that's insightful. Because this is what I want you to try. Make a rule that when you get home from work, you guys have to agree on this, for a 15 to 30 minute cooling off period, let him take off his shoes, get a cup of coffee, get a beer, whatever he needs, sit down and chill for 15 to 30 minutes before you try and engage. Guarantee he's going to be more responsive and will save both of you a lot of response. 
a lot of stress. Likewise, guys, if she gives you that 15 to 30 minute buffer, you need to engage when she's ready in 30 minutes. Get home, take off your shoes, get whatever you're drinking, but engage. If she's giving you that buffer for you to have some cool down period from coming home from work, because we need that separation, then you need to engage when she's ready to engage, engage in 30 minutes. So that's number one. Ladies, tip number two. He needs to touch you and be annoying. I apologize right now. We are just not capable of separating the two. It's who we are. I'm sorry. No, not really. <laughs> My wife loves to give me crap because I just get these fits where I'm petty and annoying, not like petty like in a bad er kind of way where I just grade school want to pick on her. And it's usually at the worst possible time for her when she's busy doing stuff. Ladies, this is our version of you trying to engage when we're tired or in the middle of something. This is our cry for attention from you. We can't help ourselves. We never actually grow out of this grade school, nonsense school, kindergarten nonsense. There's just not a better word for it. I know I said nonsense and nonsense school in the same sentence. There's just not a better way to say it. We never grow past it. I'm 40 years old. I've been married for 19 years. Still do it. My dad is in his 60s. He still does it to my mom. It's hilarious. She doesn't think so, still. Just like my wife doesn't think so. But we need to touch you and we need to be slightly annoying. It's just the truth. We never fully grow out of it. Kindergarten is not the end. We have to tease you. Especially when you're busy and don't have time for us because we are picking at you because we are playful and we want your attention. Ladies, there's never a better time to re-engage with us than when we're doing this because we are in that mood. We feel good, we're happy, and we're playful. This is the best time you could possibly ever engage with us for anything. But we need to touch you. Like, we still cannot get over the fact that you might as well be a, you know, junior high kid or a high school kid, right? We cannot get over the fact that you will let us touch you. We want to touch you. To our dying day, we will be obsessed with your backside and your breast. Sorry, it's just a fact. We want to touch you the most inappropriately, at the worst, most inappropriate times, because we're still just elated that we are allowed to touch you. We never grow out of that fascination. We want to put our hands on you. And the fact that we can touch you in a way that nobody else is allowed to is like this guilty, junior high-ish obsession that we just can't get past. We love it. And we are just obsessed with touching you. It doesn't even have to be overtly sexual. We're not necessarily trying to start anything. We just can't get over the fact that we're allowed to touch you. That you still put up with us, that you still tolerate us. We are just elated. Guys, she wants to be touched by you. Just not in all the annoying and frequently inappropriate times that we like to do that. 
women tend to love physical contact as much as men do. With said caveat of not at an inappropriate time and not in an annoying, obnoxious way. If you want to make junior highest jokes when she's letting you touch you, when she's letting you touch her, you're probably not going to get to touch her long. Women want touch to be meaningful. Guys just need the physical touch. Like I said, it's not overtly sexual. We just need the physical contact. Women want the touch to be meaningful to them and have specific intent. Random touches don't work the same. We just want to touch something. Women don't like just random touches. They like there to be something behind it. There's an intent. There's a purpose. It's not just a passing grope. Some women like a passing grope. Most of them, not really. Okay? It's like, guys, we all know we like to pat our woman on the backside. She is not always okay with that. She's not always appreciative of that because we do it at frequently annoying and inappropriate times. However, not all women, but some women actually approve a little pat on the backside in a public situation. Probably not at church or at a school meeting. And that goes back to this whole inappropriate time thing. But in the proper situation, she's probably fine with it. Because it shows ownership. So if she feels other women are looking at you, or the other guys are appreciating her, that little pat is you feeling threatened whether you want to admit it or not, and claiming ownership. That's what that is. She knows it. You know it. So, now, please verify that with your loved one before you try it. You know, I don't want her thinking that I put you up to stupidness, but trust me. Guys, here's how we come together on this, ladies and gentlemen. He is screaming for affection when he's acting slightly childish and annoying. All the picking and annoying, he is screaming for your attention right there. That I mean, that is... I know it's petty and annoying and childish, but that's the truth. We are screaming for your attention at that point. Ladies, pick back. I know it's probably bad timing, just like when you start a conversation where he says we're trying to close our eyes and go to sleep. But... You want him at his best when he is playful and excited and fun and lighthearted. Take advantage of it. Learn to read the sign. This is when he wants your attention like there's no tomorrow. This could end up in some very wonderful fun that may start with you guys picking on each other and tickling and teasing and may end up in some really great scrambling for the bedroom or might just end up in a lot of laughing on the floor either way it's great guys men tone it down a hair and realize that whenever you touch her she is wanting to read more into that and so you need to be really clear that you're just touching because you need to touch not because you're trying to start things nobody wants to get all excited for nothing. That That's just hard on her. So don't do that to her. Okay. Make sure and communicate so she understands 
what's what, what's why. Give her a chance to feel and be understood. Come together on this, guys. This is a great moment for all of you. Number three. He tries to fix it. We have an inherent need to fix things, guys. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Even men who aren't particularly handy want to fix things. That's who we are. And because we don't care about most things, let me let you in on a little secret, ladies. Guys are indifferent about 90% of life. We really don't care. If it doesn't affect our immediate surrounding, a.k.a. you, our kids, on the way we live our life, we are generally indifferent. When we say we don't care, it's because we honestly don't care. Guys are not emotionally ruled. Most guys are not emotionally ruled. We are not emotionally driven. If we say we're not really thinking about something, anything, we might honestly just not be thinking about anything. We are indifferent to things that don't impact us on a regular basis. So when you complain or start going off about something, that's like warning bells screaming in our head that we need to fix it because you are upset and that does screw up our world. We are not indifferent about that. So we're going to try and fix it. The minute you start unloading, we're going to try and fix it because we are amazed that anything is bothering you so much that you have to unload about it. So by default, we need to go fix it. Guys, that's one of the ways we say we love you is we're trying to fix your problem, whether you want us to or not. With that said, guys, she wants you to listen. Nine times out of ten, she wants you to listen and not solve the problem. This is complicated for you. You want to fix it. She's upset. Something's got her riled up. You want to fix it. I know. That's your job. She doesn't want you to fix it. She wants you to listen to her talk about it. This goes back to the emotional talking thing. Remember we talked about this up in like point one. She wants you to talk. She doesn't want you to fix. This is really difficult. This is how you guys come together on it. Now, there's nothing romantic, only practical about this. My wife used to get so mad at me, but I actually learned about this in some seminar we were at, and it drove her crazy when I started doing it. But when she starts unloading, before she gets into full-on unload, okay, I need you guys to pause it for a minute. I will literally make a timeout sign, like in sports. And I'll ask my wife if I don't understand clearly. Baby, I want to hear all about it. But I need to know, am I fixing it? Or are you just telling me about it? The first couple times, she's probably going to get irritated that you had to ask. Ladies, give us a little grace here. Because we're making a concerted effort. Whether it seems like it or not. But if you want us to just listen and not fix things, we have to understand that is what we're doing. Because by nature... We want to fix whatever ails you because we love you. And that's what we do is we fix things. Even if we're not good at it, that's what we want to do. So next time she starts to just unload, guys, call a timeout and clarify. Honey, I love you. Am I listening or am I solving? Either way is fine. I just need to know. And if she says, I just need you to listen, great. 
fully pay attention. Look her in the eye, react, do all the good things a good listener should. Feedback when it's appropriate. Recap what she's saying so she knows you're hearing her. And it will make your conversations so much better. Today's episode brought to you by TheFallibleMan.com. That's right, it's us. Head over to www.TheFallibleMan.com and check out our blog, updated twice a week with new content, and links to all of our social media offerings. Tag or search us at TheFallibleMan or at FallibleMan on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social medias for daily content. While you're there, check out our Attitude Swag, shirts, cups, stickers, and more. Again, that's www.thefallibleman.com. Number four. One of the ways we say we love you that drives you guys insane is we just go along with whatever you want and suggest. So many couples right now are just shaking their head going, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm a killer. Uh-huh, that drives me nuts, blah, 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 right? For us, that's love. This goes back to the comment about we're generally indifferent about 90% of life. We really are. We don't care. What do you want to go eat? As long as we eat, we don't care. As long as it's not bad. Try and stuff vegan food down our throat if we're not vegans and, and we're not doing it. We will tell you the minute we actually care. If you try and take a steak eater like me to a vegan restaurant, I'm going to be like, no. Just flat out, you will know. There's no question. All right? If we care, we will respond. But one of the ways we show you we love you is we just go along with it. Trust me. We did not want to go see that rom-com. We did not want to go to the shoe store. We did not want to go shopping for linens. We really didn't want to go to your friend's birthday party. We really didn't want to have friend with your dinner with your friend and her husband, and neither did he. We do it because we love you. When you say, hey, do you want to go try this new restaurant? We don't. But we do it because you want to. That's enough for us. Guys, this goes back to she wants you to engage. You see it as you being selfless. She sees it as you being lazy and indifferent. And to be fair, we really are probably indifferent about it. It's not just laziness. We probably really don't care. Because, honestly, we don't. Now, some of you guys are going to, like, ring me in the comments, be all sensitive. and Yeah, whatever. Okay? I get it. I respect it. If if you do care, great. You're an exception, not the rule. And that's fine. Ladies, if you think your husband is more sensitive than that, he's just a better liar than the rest of us are. For her, she is hearing that it's not important enough for you to engage in this discussion. Once again, we probably are indifferent about it, so it's not to you. But... Women want to care about little things. They want you to care about the little things. Because for them, little things are how they, you know, measure the temperature of the water. If you're not engaging on the little things, they see bigger problems than there are. That That's their 
thermometer. That's their measuring stick. That's their oil stick. They're testing the waters with the little things. And if you're not engaged on the little things, they start to think that there are bigger problems. That's why women always think that there's something wrong or you're not telling them something or you're hiding something. They test the waters with little things. And if you're not engaged on that, they think there's a bigger reason. Ladies, it really is because we, we just don't care. We love you and we'll go do whatever you want most of the time. But guys, you need to start engaging a little bit more. And that will just shape things up incredibly in your relationship. So let's get together on this. Ladies, understand. You've got to find a middle ground. Men have a hierarchical method of thinking. That's my big word for the day. We like hierarchies. We have... a different way of thinking than you do. The tiered hierarchical system. You're at the top of the list of important. And then there's less important, less important, less important. Most of the stuff, the little things you want to stay engaged about are down here on like tier four or they don't even register. We don't have many tiers. It's not a very thick system. There's what is important, what's kind of important, what's not really important and there's everything else. We have a hierarchy in which our brain works. And if it doesn't register up here, we don't engage. So, it's not a laziness, it's a difference in the way we think. You are worried about all this little stuff down here. Because to you it's important. And guys, you need to understand, this little stuff down here that you think is unimportant, that doesn't even register on your scale, it's important that you have an opinion to her. She sees it as important. Like I said, she uses that oil stick to measure the waters, to measure the oil level. Screw my metaphors today. So, let's come together on this. Guys, you've got to engage more, but ladies, before you hit us with something, you need to pick and choose your battles. If it's really insignificant, not like just to you, Take a moment. We need to engage more, but you also need to see it from our perspective too. Take a minute and gain some perspective on the discussion. If it really is not that important, don't try and spin our wheels on it. Understand, our brain works in a hierarchical system. If it's not of great value, then we don't care. But it's okay for us to not care if it really is an insignificant thing. So put some perspective on it before you try and spin our wheels, before you pick the battle. Understand and really evaluate and go, is this actually really important? I want him to engage more. Do I want to spend his energy on this? Do I want to spend this engagement, this conversation, this chance to communicate with him? Do I want to waste it on something insignificant? Or can I just let this one go? Likewise, guys, if she's using some discretion in that fact, then you need to engage when she does engage. And you guys need to sometimes have that discussion. Hey, is this really important? I'm not feeling the conversation right now. Is this really important to you that we need to deal with this now? Or can we talk about something else? Gain some perspective for both of you. 
Number five. Final point is we're still here. And this one sounds easy, guys. It's, ladies, it's how we express our love. We are here with you. Ladies, you need to stop reading and do all kinds of other stuff. We are here. If we didn't want to be here with you, we wouldn't be. Just like when we don't want to go to that restaurant, we tell you we don't want to go to that restaurant. If a man doesn't love you, he simply won't be there. I've seen it time and time again with relationships that went south after years. When the guy stops loving, he's just not there. I've unfortunately seen it very close to hand several times. If we're still there, it's because we love you. If you're having marital difficulties right now, if he's still there, you have a chance. Guys, if you're still there, that means that it's not over for you. So get on the horse and fix the problem. Because instinctively, when you're done, you'll be done. Ladies, when he's done, it's, he'll be gone. So if you're still there, if he's still there, you still have hope. So get on the stick and fix whatever the problem is. Work it out, because you both want to if you're still there. Men, she wants some affirmation. She doesn't want you to just be there. That's not enough. I remember an old movie, and the conversation went something like this. She said, do you still love me at all? You never tell me so. He said something brutish like, I told you I loved you when I married you, didn't I? I'll let you know if I change my mind. It's probably not accurate. It's, you know, it's not a quote. But, guys, we can't act like that. It's funny to joke about, but we can't act like that. Do you want some affirmation? Women like to hear that they're loved. They don't want you to just be there. They want to actually feel like they're loved, and they want you to communicate with them. If you caught anything out of these five points, it's that women want you to communicate with them. You just both got to pick and choose what that comes to. So, but ladies, likewise, take some comfort in the fact that he's there. Take some security in the fact that he's there. Because he's speaking volumes you're just not hearing him. Here's the takeaway. You, ladies, you need to gain a sense of security because we really wouldn't be there if we didn't want to be there. Being there every day, that's staking our claim. That's slapping you on the butt. That is claiming that we are here and you are ours. I know, it's primitive, but it's us. He still loves you if he's around. Guys, you're not the Duke. You're not John Wayne. and any other tough guy on the screen from the 30s and 50s, okay? This isn't the old black and white, leave it to beaver kind of moments. It's tough for us to verbalize sometimes, but you've got to engage more. You've got to communicate. She needs to hear it. If you want to have a healthy marriage, a healthy relationship, you guys need to keep communicating. And guys, both you and her, when you say I do, it doesn't end. One of the biggest problems is the minute we say I do, we get comfortable. Stop being comfortable. Being comfortable leads to death. You should never stop 
trying to win each other's affections. And any of us who have, shame on us all. Never, ever, ever, ever stop trying to win the affection of your spouse. It should never change when you say I do. You act like every day is a new chance and you try and win them all over again. If we approached our relationships that way, we would have more marriages with less failures than we do. Guys, you want to hold your relationship strong? Never stop trying to win your wife. Treat it like it's the first time that you saw her and realized that you wanted her. Jump through the hoops. Do the extra things. Listen. Communicate because you were a better communicator back then. I promise you that. Ladies, don't ever stop trying to be what we want. You want us to want you? Then treat it like when you first got our attention. Make sure you never stop earning our attention. Just like guys, make sure she never stops earning your, you never stop earning her attention. You worked hard to get this woman to marry you. You worked hard to get this guy. Never stop that. That's a bonus. Guys, thanks for spending some time with me. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Be sure to like and subscribe and follow us everywhere you want to be. Share this with somebody you love. Tag somebody in the comments below that you want to share this with. And remember, be better tomorrow because of what you do today. I'm the Fallible Man. My name is Brent. Thanks for the time. And just for our podcast guest, head over to teespring.com slash stores slash the hyphen fallible hyphen man. Or go to our site, www.thefallibleman.com slash landing. Click on our Teespring store and use the discount code FM podcast. That's capital F capital M podcast. All one word for 10% off exclusively for our podcast listeners. This has been the fallible man podcast, your home for everything, man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe. So you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.